there, this is Julie Van Warmer, and you're listening to Unshaken, a podcast of the Women of the Word Ministry of Christ the Word Church. I always remind you at the beginning of every single episode, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast directory. Um, hey, send me a note through our email, unshakenpsalm622 at gmail.com, and I'd love to hear from you for suggestions or maybe how an episode has impacted you. That's been great. I've got a couple of those, and they've been really encouraging. And don't forget that we always put all our resources on our show notes so you're able to grab those. So you can just listen and relax to this episode today. Now, as you know, this season we've had a really important topic that we've been talking about in every single one. You've heard me say this over and over and you'll keep hearing me say this. We're going to talk today about how you and I can live our lives and live out our faith in our everyday. How we can respond to God's gracious gift of salvation to us. We're going to spend some more time talking about that with more women and uh, listening to more uh, recorded talks that focus on this theme. I guess I'd call these spiritual disciplines. It's really just a gigantic word uh, for what we are called by God to do in response to this gift of salvation. So we talked a few weeks ago with Aaliyah about confession, repentance, and sin. We have a few more great episodes coming up. And today we're going to talk with a really good friend of mine. We're going to talk about... Um, actually, she's a new friend to the podcast. I'm, I don't know if she's listened, but that's okay. We'll find out. <laughs> and um, we're going to discuss the importance of reading your Bible every day. Now, you might remember I already talked with April Klein back in Season 2, but this is going a little different direction, so hang tight. It's going to have some really good things as we talk. So I want to introduce you to my good friend, Renee Dries. Renee is, oh boy, she's a lover of people. <laughs> really all kinds of people. She routinely does after-school kids clubs and backyard Bible clubs to speak Bible truths and share the gospel with kids. She has a great passion oh, to invite people to church, women's events, anything that has to do. She's always inviting. I love it. And she'll go pick them up too. I've no, I know she does that. Her heart is truly gigantic. She's even invited some special people to join her family through adoption, which is awesome, and I love that too. I'm really excited to have her on, and this is Renee Dries. So welcome. Thank you, Julie. Hey, so I actually have to start by asking you a question before we jump into the podcast. I ask this question to every one of my guests, <laughs> and they always go, oh, do I have to answer this question? Because it's really hard to talk about ourselves, mm-hmm. So, but I'm, you're not going to get out of it, Renee. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to ask you anyway. Tell me a little bit about yourself and about your life. So I'm married to a man named Paul, and um, we have eight children, and we have one very good-natured granddaughter, and her name is Leighton Lou. Oh, I love that name. They call her Leighton Lou, yes. Um, I've been a flight attendant for many years, like 32 years. Oh, wow. And as I look back at my life, I see my most rewarding things would be um, homeschooling and mm. also my time spent at kids. So where was your favorite place you've ever visited as a flight attendant? Do you get to go like to all these amazing places and travel all over? Well, now that I've been flying for many, many years, I can do um, just one-day trips, and my cool. goal is to stay home. Yeah. So my, my flying has changed over the years. Okay. But I would say my um, uh, most amazing place to um, visit was uh, India. It was pretty amazing and um, eye-opening, seeing the poverty. Mm, I bet. Um, uh, we got to visit Gandhi's house. We saw people wash their laundry in like m- mud water oh. baths. It was it was pretty eye-opening. Impactful. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was expecting like some little island somewhere, but yeah. that is interesting yeah. because. 
And do you get to stop often or when you're a flight attendant, you just go do your job and sometimes you get to travel? Yes, you can bid layovers for oh. places and that particular trip was the longest trip I had been on. It was okay. a six day trip. Yeah, but that's a difficult thing to go to a place where you see the difficulty of people's lives. I guess it makes yes. us more grateful. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so, um, and I know that this isn't actually what the topic of the podcast is on, but I know, and I mentioned earlier, you are a great inviter. <laughs> you are always inviting people and you're purposeful to do it. So that's something I need to be better at. So I thought I would start by just asking, um, how did you become so good at inviting people? That's and hey, I often invite people and then I make, I'm discouraged because they say no. So how do you overcome that discouragement? Uh, it's funny that you said this, uh, that you say this, because I don't see that in myself. Um, I just, I just want people to have a different life. I mm. want them to know the joy that's available when you know the Lord. I want them to break free of their old ways. Yeah. And um, so that's why I invite. Last week, I invited someone to church three times, and all three times they said no. Oh. So it can be discouraging. But I love how you, even in what you just said, you keep an eternal perspective. Mm -hmm. It isn't so much about inviting more people to church, like we need the numbers. Mm -hmm. It's this person needs Jesus. Yes. And that if they say no three or seven times, it doesn't mean you give up, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. that's good. That's good advice to keep right. going, keep inviting. That's good. I need to do that more. Um, okay, so let's jump into our podcast topic reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. I always start with the same kind of basic questions and I'm going to start off by asking you some of those types of questions like okay. why do we as Christians even need to read the Bible? Why does it matter? Um, yes, there's many reasons to read the Bible. Um, you could ask many different people and they would say something different. But the thing that comes to my mind is Hebrews 4.12. And that verse says, For the word of God is living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, even penetrating as far as the division of soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Mm. So did you know God's word was living and active? It's pretty, yeah, that, that's a great verse. Pretty amazing. It's not a book that just sits on a shelf. It changes us, even when we don't realize that we're being changed. Mm -hmm. I remember um, years ago, my mom's um, best friend, Nancy, told me that I was softer. I remembered. <laughs> my kids say that, but it's not because of being a Christian. It's just the extra pudge that I'm a little softer. <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, I remember the very place I was standing when she said this to me. And I was standing there trying to decide if I was offended, if, if yeah. it was a compliment or what. But... Um, later, I realized that God had been working on me mm. bit by bit to change my life. Um, he was taking away my selfishness, my pride. He was making me softer. And um, he's still doing this today. Mm. That's a really good illustration. That's so fun that she noticed that yeah. in you. Yeah. And that is good. I love how you were figuring out, should I be offended? <laughs> or is that a compliment? What is that? But God is alive and mm -hmm. it is. And if we're reading it, it's going to change us. Yes. That's good. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question that I ask every single podcast. I'm sure all my listeners are like, I'm sick of this question, Julie, but it's kind of funny to ask it in relation to our topic today. Mm -hmm. But our, my question is, 
what does the Bible say about reading the Bible? It doesn't say anything because we always talk about how important it is to go back to the Bible, that it has an answer for virtually everything we need to know. Yes. So um, give me some good verses. Well, yes, I think that's an excellent question. And uh, we need to be reading God's word daily. And if we are not reading God's word daily, then how can we share with others what his Mm. truth is? Yeah, good point. How often do you read the Bible in the morning and then what you have read comes back to you throughout the day? Yes. And um, like, for example, just last week, I read Acts 27, and it was all about Paul and the hardships that Paul faced. He had been beaten with rods, stoned, um, imprisoned, shipwrecked. And then in the next chapter, 28, he was bitten by a viper. But Paul says this verse, he says, I wish to God that whether in a short or a long time, not only you, but also all who hear me might become such as I am, except for these chains. Mm -hmm. So Paul did not complain about his trials. Yeah. he, He wanted others to be like him. He did not want others to have his trials, but he wanted them to have his faith. Yeah. And for me, when I read that in the morning, it sets the whole day and, and I'm not complaining and I'm also reminding my kids not to complain. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's good right now in our day and age, it's good to remember that, that, that that what we read in the morning, we need to keep that carrying through. Mm -hmm. It's good anytime, any age, but for us, because we're being inundated with all kinds of things, whether it's the news, whether it's something on social media, whether it's a TV show or a commercial or, Mm -hmm. you know, on the radio, whatever it's throwing it. We need to know God's word and we need to use it. And that's a really good point. Like then it comes in later. Yes. That's great. That's great. Okay. So we kind of set up that it's important to read God's word and, um, the Bible pretty much tells us you shared the verse in Hebrews, how important that is and how, what it's for, but where's a good place to start reading the Bible? You know, should I just start it in Genesis and read through to the end? Mm -hmm. And what would be, you tell someone who is a brand new reader, like where to even start? I mean, we did talk a little bit about this, but it never hurts to talk about it again. Yes. Plus I have to say, I love getting someone else's perspective. Okay. Not just we, all, we don't always have to have it be exactly the same when it comes to reading the Bible. We may read different portions and different parts at different times. So yes. what do you think, Renee? Oh, I just love the book of Mark. Okay. I would tell someone who's just beginning to read the Bible to read Mark. Mark is full of action. Yeah. It's... Um, not a lot of um, extra things. It's all about Jesus's life on this earth. Um, he is compassionate to mm-hmm. so many people. He was tired and he's still compassionate. He's, you see his miracles, you see this uh, healing and his days are filled with teaching. And yeah. it's such an example for me. Yeah, that's good. Um, it reads like a novel. Yes. Yeah. It's More, fast-paced. It's a story, and you, you read through it. I, um, I think the book of, um, I've read Acts, I've read all the Bible, everything in the Bible, but there are books that just read through so fast mm-hmm. because, and Mark is definitely mm-hmm. one of them. Yes. I read Esther this summer, uh-huh. and I thought Esther was like that. You read through it, you could, you could read Esther in you know an hour and a half, yeah. sit down and read yeah. through it, but it, it's like a novel, yeah. you know, and there's all this extra things flowing in, but yeah. there's so many good lessons, yes. so good. Yes. Okay, Mark is a great place to mm-hmm. start. There's also um, Bible reading plans that are so helpful. Many, many people use these. And if you don't have one, you can Google this and just find one that works for you. I I started 
right along in January with a one-year Bible plan. Good for one you. One of my daughters. Yes, but I wasn't keeping up with it. Oh no! And um, so I was able to find a two-year plan, and I'm doing very well yeah. with reading. And yeah. and if instead of getting frustrated and and quitting, just keep moving along. Yeah. Do something that works for you and and go and stick with it. Yeah, I think that's really good advice because I think it's very easy to get on the on the Bible reading train with everybody else. Yeah. Like we all have to do it all the same. Mm-hmm. Or we, you know, especially I'm at a different stage and I think you are too in, your, in our lives where now we probably could read three chapters a day. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Depends on the day, right? right? But when I was a young mom, I had enough time to read about four verses yeah. and I just would, you know, soak up those four verses. And you know what? God always brought those four verses yes. back to me. And sometimes during my young mom age, I hung out a lot in certain books of the Bible because they were super, like Proverbs had yes. so much wisdom. Or I would end up in, uh, I love the book of Philippians. That's uh-huh. like those, you know, all those are really great. The epistles, I yeah. think they're just real practical. I think right. that's why I liked them. So so that's really good to start. That's a good thing just to keep going. Yeah, I, don't be discouraged. That is what Satan wants. Pray and ask God to help you to be faithful in reading your Bible. Yeah, that's good. One of the things that I think we are all called by God to do just by what you've shared is to read the Bible consistently. And we actually have a lot of different types of women that listen to the podcast. So let's walk through a few different like seasons of life spots. Okay. And see what might be a good way to fit it in because I think sometimes it's good to get other ideas. So let's start with a young lady who might be a college student, might be a high school student, or maybe, maybe they're just young and their lives are just very different. They're not, maybe they're not married yet. They don't have kids. How do you pack it in? I read a book by um, the then Nancy Lee DeMoss. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to try to say her new last name. Okay. Wolgamuth. Uh, Wolgamuth, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. And I don't remember anything about that book. But oh, okay. I do remember the forward. Mm. There was a forward that she had written, and I think it was called From My Heart or something. And it talked about how she had begun devotions, she called them, at a very early age. And um, her father had been an example to her. Her, um, I guess there were seven siblings in the family, and he was a businessman. And he came to know the Lord late. Hmm. But after he knew the Lord, he never missed a day of reading his Bible in hmm. 28 years. That's impressive. He read the Bible for an hour, but what stood out to me was is she took on this practice of reading the Bible when she was very young. And it, it's something that I didn't learn. And I would really encourage young mm. children to please um, to read their Bible mm-hmm. and, and get into the habit of doing that. Yep. Yeah, because it's similar to eating correct food when we when we do that when we're young, it does help us in the long haul. Yes. I mean, if you eat proper food when you're a college student, yeah. Or when you are, you know, in your early 20s, it's, it is going to help you down the long haul. The same with reading your Bible. So that's good. Yes. And look at Nancy and um, look at her ministry. I mean, God has blessed her tremendously. Many, many people have come to know the Lord and she's written 15 books yeah. and sold millions of copies. And and she made her Bible reading a priority in the morning. And let yeah. that be an encouragement to yeah. us. That is a really good, a good point that it starts young and that is a just doing something like if you are a young woman fit it in Mm -hmm. jam it in between Mm -hmm. your college classes Mm -hmm. take your bible to your lunch i mean wherever and try to get that done i mean we have these phones that are like super amazing right you can listen to it in the car even so yeah that's good 
Okay, so Renee, how about another group of women? Maybe they're busy women. We'll call them busy, okay? okay. They're busy in a different way. So this could be the woman who works full-time. She's Maybe she has kids. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she's married. Maybe she isn't. This could be a busy mom, yes. you know, with, they're all busy. And actually I will have to say that we are all busy. Yes. So even if you are, no matter what age, we know we're all busy. So there's not really a time when we aren't. So what about someone who is busy? Um, yes, that's an excellent question. I, um, I was excited to find this article um, that had a big impact on my life. The word I remembered from that article was non-negotiable. So I put non-negotiable in the search bar and it and that article came up, and it was written in 2000. Oh, you mean you recently just put it in? Yes. Oh, so yes. you can find it again. Yes. Okay, good. Yes, and um, it, it, at that time, I had four children. I was homeschooling. Mm. I was working for the airline, and I was not really successful with reading my Bible. And I read this article, and if it's okay, I can yeah, read this quote, quote and we from will you. Put all of your resources, if okay. you have any more, in the okay. show notes so people can grab them. Oh, great. So this is what the author said. She said, the alarm clock rings and I fall out of, out of bed on top of the Bible, which in saner moments was wedged open with a pen to the right spot. This is one book you can write in, kids. <laughs> one chapter, 10 minutes, non-negotiable. Hmm. I'm not necessarily proud of that method, but I figure that a teeny weeny step every day beats out great heroic spurts once every blue moon. Hmm. Remember the tortoise and the hare. There is something to be said for habit, my dears. Hmm. I love that. What'd you say? One chapter? Yes. One, one chapter, 10 minutes, non-negotiable. That's awesome. Yes. That, that's an easy, that's such an easy thing to think about. Like I have 10 minutes. I'll you know, read a book or I'll scroll through Facebook for 10 yes. minutes and it just flies by. So what a great idea. Yes. By making that one chapter, my goal, it began to change things for mm -hmm. me. Um, before that I was inconsistent in reading my Bible and I would skip it or I wouldn't make time, but that was the beginning of a new habit and a new beginning for me. Mm, that's great. That's great. Um, okay. So what about, um, when you are in, like, I'm thinking my season of life. Okay. Like I am in the car a lot because I'm driving people to school, driving somebody to sports practice, picking somebody up from work, going to get grocery store yeah. or going to get grocery store. Let's try to get going to the grocery store. I mean, it's crazy. So what about if you are in the car a lot, maybe even your job makes you do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good question too. My husband has been working, um, he works many hours every week and he has limited time at home. So for years and years, even before the internet, he would pray on the way to work and he would listen to the Bible on the way home. Hmm. And uh, he has these CDs that you just pop in, they're NIV and they're by Zondervan. And he still uses those CDs, <laughs> even though now technology is much better and he could put an app on his phone, he still uses those CDs and he puts them in the sleeve and changes them out. But he, he knows the Bible well. He mm. has been faithful for doing this for years and years. And even though he wasn't even raised reading the Bible, he knows it better than I do. Mm. Praise God. Yeah, for that this. is a great thing. And I love how technology has morphed. Yes. My husband had similar CDs that he would listen to all the time. And yeah. uh, it's good until they get scratched up a little bit yeah. and then you're kind of bummed by yeah. it. But, yeah. um, but it, it's such a huge thing. And now we can just pop on our Bluetooth. So yeah. there's no yeah. excuse. You right. don't have to buy those. Although if right. you really like the CD, go yeah. for it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. 
he would also um, print out Bible schedules. He would print them out and he'd put them in a folder and he would give them to our kids. Okay. And then the kids would... Oh, so did these these were told what they should read each day? Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, they were in a folder and then they would mark off what they read oh, great, daily. Great. And then he would take them, that one specific child, so it was a big deal, to a, a restaurant after they finished their whole folder. Oh, how cool. And and he would race them, you know, and he first he them. would win because he was listening and they were, <laughs> right. they were reading. And, yes. But yeah, that that was a great way to really be in God's word. Yeah, that that's not a go read your Bible. You no. need to go read your Bible. No. It was a positive. Yes. And there was a positive end to it. And they would talk about it. Yeah, yes. I love that. I love it. Okay, so um, maybe this is a different one more season of life. Okay, let's say that we're at the stage where eh, maybe our life is different. Our kids are grown. Um, maybe we are experiencing that kind of empty nest spot in our mm-hmm. lives where. Our life is all different and our schedules are all different. So um, how can you stay motivated to read God's word during that time? Yeah, I think sometimes when you have that extra time, it can be just as hard to stay motivated to read. I agree. Um, Being overly busy or having extra time can hurt our efforts to read the Bible. Yeah. I know um, during COVID with the quarantine, I really had a hard time reading my Bible. There was no schedule and... I, I really struggled during that time, and I also had a lot of fear, and that was the time when I needed to be reading yeah. the most. The Bible does have a lot to say about fear. Yes, it does. <laughs> and I, I like how you pointed that out because I experienced the exact same thing. Oh. I struggled so much because, number one, everybody was home in my house, mm-hmm. so getting that little bit of quiet time was super hard. And our, we were up later because we didn't have to get up yes. the next morning. So we'd all stay up and play a game. And then I was dragging out of bed like I normally don't do. That was hard. Yeah. And I love how you said, you know, it's hard to stay, stay focused. But how could we do that? How could we stay focused even during that time? Well, we talked about the reading programs that you can find online, the one-year reading, yeah. uh, the two-year reading, um, or you can use an app, you know, yep. the version app. You probably know other apps that... I don't know. Um, but you could also join a swap group. I don't know what those initials stand for. Do you? <laughs> I do. Scripture with accountability and prayer. All right. Yeah. Okay. We, we created that at Christ the Word. Oh, okay. <laughs> to get women reading their Bible. Oh. We wanted women to be reading their Bible. So yes. we kind of created this idea. And uh, tell us what a swap group is. Okay. So I looked it up and I started in June of 2012. Okay. My first swap group. Did you have one? I actually um, started a swap group before it was called swap group with a group of women. And um, we did this back when, let's see, it would be 11 years ago. Okay. So I'm not good at my math today, but (laughs) a long time ago, because I had just had a baby. My son is 13. He just turned 13 this past Uh May. And it was when I was going to have him, and I knew, oh, 13 years ago. It was 13 years ago. There you go. And I knew that that summer would be hard. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be diligent, and I knew that if I did a swap group, which I'll let you explain what they are, I would be able to keep reading my Bible. Yes, yes. Well, that's what what I joined. There were seven other gals in my group, and we were kind of just from Bible study, and Bible study ended, and so we started this for the summer. And And what did you do? So it was an email group for us, and then we would just reply to all, and then you would just write down what you read. Cool. And some people would write a lot like they would write 
what they read and maybe like, oh, like how a, it impacted yep. them. But some of them were very short, like, hi ladies, I'm having a busy morning. Isaiah 12, first half, looks like it will be a beautiful day. Yeah. You know, just simple post that showed that they were reading. And that's accountability for all people. It's accountability for the person who's doing the reading to actually write, I read this today. Yes. And then it's also encouraging to the other women yes. to get reading. Yeah. So it's kind of both. Well, for me, that was the first time I realized that um, people didn't read. Sometimes the woman wouldn't read. They yeah. wouldn't post what they read. And um, this was eye-opening to me because I assumed I was the only one struggling with this problem. And, mm. um, you know, Christian sisters, they're not talking about, oh, I haven't read my Bible all month or yeah. all week. Right. right. That's not their post on Facebook. No. <laughs> But maybe if if they would have said this, it would have helped yeah. me. And and maybe as Christian sisters, we need to be more vulnerable with this. But I I after this started to be more motivated to read. Mm -hmm. I realized I wasn't the only one. Yeah, it's interesting how easy it is for us to believe those lies that we're the only in anything like yeah. this, whether it's a sin or not reading your Bible, like. Realizing when we when we start talking about it, we realize we're not the only one who's struggling with it. Yes. This can be true for prayer. This can be true for Bible reading. This can be true for any sin that we're struggling with. Somebody in our circle has dealt with it, and yes. we should get on their get on their team, right? Yes. Get together and yes. fight it. So that's good. Yes, uh, and like you said at the beginning of this interview, you mentioned spiritual discipline. Yeah. If you can remember that Bible reading is a spiritual discipline, it's it's easy. Like we wanted to paint something, and so I was on Sherwin Williams, looking at all these pretty green colors, and that's that's easy to do. And then you you haven't read your Bible for the day, you know, and mm -hmm. so it, it's a discipline to to yeah. make sure that you you do that, and you can pray and ask God to help you with that. Yeah, I think that's really a good, a really good point. Excellent. Like it's, there's so many other easier things to do in our lives. Yeah. But just, but good things actually take effort. Yeah. To get done, like when you're studying in college. Yes. It takes effort. Yes. You have to learn it to memorize yes. all those Latin yeah. terms. Yes. You know, you, yeah, you, that's true. you, it takes effort. So. And uh, now I, I have this peach folder that I use, and when I pull out that peach folder, I, I'm actually excited. You Yay. know, it's like I'm excited to study God's word, mm. and it's pretty awesome. What's in this peach folder? Maybe I need a peach folder. <laughs> yeah, I can show you my peach folder. <laughs> I found that I, I really like to study God's word like verse by verse, like big amounts of chapters are harder. Okay. But by taking each verse and writing down a little bit of each nice. verse, it's been a help to me. So you're writing down things that you're, you're uh -huh. like applications or verses, the whole or, verse itself. Or sometimes just rewriting that yep. verse yep. in my own That's words. Awesome. Short, short. Yep. That's great. Yeah. There's a verse that is um, pretty special to me. It's James 4, 8. And it tells us, as I draw near to God, he draws near to me. Mm. And what a promise that is to us. God promises to draw near to us. Yeah, that's an encouragement for the person who's reading and isn't really sure mm -hmm. how to, you know, like it's a beginning process yeah. or they're kind of dry. God says yeah. that he will draw near to us. That's yeah. great. Okay, um, and that kind of brings me to ask another question. What do you think is the best thing to do if someone reads something but they don't understand what they read? I mean, how can we get 
does it get easier? How can we get information yes. and know how to do this? Yes. Well, I, I would still say, say pray. Um, I, this happened to me. I was in a, a rather difficult Bible study, and I wasn't doing well answering the questions. Um, and I found James 1.5, and James 1.5 tells us, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Hmm. So I, Great verse. I, an answer to prayer for me was James 1.5. If you're having a hard time, pray and ask God mm -hmm. to send His Holy Spirit to help you understand. And there are other things that can go along with yeah. helping you understand. Yeah, too. like one year, you and I, Renee, led a Bible study at church, and um, it was just a really fabulous time, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. I loved it. Yes. Um, and do you remember what we studied? Revelation. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was one where I did not know the answers. Oh, me I, too. I just struggled through that a little bit. But I think you and I both were honest as we led that study mm -hmm. that year. Like we don't we don't got it all. Yes. <laughs> we did not know it all. But we kept going. Yes. And actually, you know what else happened that year is that was the year that we had to stay home order. Yeah. So we had to finish our Bible study via Zoom. And we did. And I we mean, did. And the women came and they did. Yep. And it was a strong ending. Yep. It was. It was great. I was so thankful for that. Yep. I was thankful to study that. And it was good. So I guess if I could put a little commercial plug in, if you are struggling in studying the Bible and understanding it, get in a women's Bible study. Yeah. Yeah. If you're near Toledo, join our study. Because yes. any uh, we have probably eight or ten that happen, at, maybe even more than that, yes. at Christ the Word. But if not, find a women's Bible study. Um, and I would actually encourage you to get one with real women, not just online. Yeah. I understand sometimes our, our, our spots that we're in in life, we need to do something online. But there's something about that that uh, dialogue that happens where you're talking before and after study or you're having a chance to ask further questions. So I think that's really good. Yes, I would encourage you to get into a woman's Bible study, yeah. but be vulnerable when you mm. get into a study. Um, some of my favorite studies have been when women have been vulnerable. They've read God's Word and they've been convicted or they see something in it and then they share it. Yeah. And that's when change comes. Their heart changes, but also the other people with in that group yeah. change. Yeah, and I think I think that is um it also binds you together mm -hmm. because that's when we realize, okay, whoa, these women in the study, they all have hard things going on in their lives. Yes. So either I don't think, oh wow, my I, I start to realize, okay my hard thing is really not as hard because this woman over here is mm -hmm. struggling with this mm -hmm. major thing. Or just realizing that other women have struggles. Yes. And going to God's Word together for it. I think that's great. In my last Bible study that I was just in, uh, one of the younger women um, shared, and I I've learned a lot from her. So mm -hmm. you can learn no matter yep. if it's young or old. Yep. And actually, um, now that I'm on the older end of things, <laughs> I will say, that when I'm in a study with younger women, they bring a whole lot of energy yes. that I have lost somewhere in the past few years. And I think the older women, maybe even the ones that are older than me, bring a ton of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to get that blended yes. together. I don't know if I'm just the connector because I'm yes. in the middle, but <laughs> so. Okay, so um, what would you say to someone who might read the Bible, but you know what? They just feel like it is dry yeah. and boring mm. and they just feel like they get nothing out of it, you know? So what, what, what can we do? I would say pray. I know that's been my answer for the last three questions but maybe I should have invited you on to talk about prayer <laughs> but ask God to light a fire in you and God's word is 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 not dry yeah. and if if it's still dry then maybe check your heart and mm -hmm. see if there's a sin in your life um, 
Yeah. I, I mean, legitimately, there have been times in my heart that I have not wanted to deal with sin. Yeah. And my my Bible reading was dry and boring. Yeah. And so it's good to, to deal with the sin mm-hmm. as well, because we all are sinful. Right. You know, we've right. all... Maybe go back to the episode we talked to Aaliyah Bailey about that. If you are struggling through that, go back and listen to that and think yeah. about, do I have sin going on in my life yeah. that I need to deal with? Yeah. It was yeah. actually a very great, encouraging episode, so... Yeah, and also check in... You might want to see if you even know the Lord. I mean, it, it's that's a hard question to ask yourself, mm-hmm. but... And if you don't know the Lord, then consider some of these verses in there. Uh, you know, we always go to John three sixteen. There's John fourteen six about Jesus saying, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father mm-hmm. except through me." And then Romans um, in chapter ten it talks about confessing with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believing in our heart that God raised Him from the dead. And if we do that, we will be saved. For with a, a heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. Hmm. Those are really good verses, Renee, and they are great because that is a really good question to ask ourselves. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it is dry and boring and we're reading it like a textbook, mm-hmm. and, and there are probably times that that happens, we have to kind of think through, like, is there something going on? Like, maybe I really have not ever thought about my sin. Yeah. Maybe I have never really wanted to follow God. And I'm just reading this out of tradition, you know, so that's a really good question to ask. Um, So, okay, so my last question for you is one that I think actually a lot of women will love to hear your answer. I'm excited to hear this too. So tell me some of your very favorite Bible verses. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying every time I say, hey, what's your favorite Bible verse to someone? They go, I have so many. Yes. So I'm sure that you have oodles as well. Um, But what are some that you love and and why have they impacted you? So um, I I like Mark, the book of Mark, but chapter 8 has um, some direction for us. And it said, then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Hmm. So beautiful verses, yes, they are. aren't they? Yes. And that's your, your book you recommended people start yes, reading on yes. is Mark. So yeah. Yes. It calls us to deny ourselves. What, hmm. what would you say deny yourself means, Julie? That's a, a big question. Uh, lay down, give up your rights. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that Which was, is, is super hard because... Yes. I, I naturally look out for myself. <laughs> oh, we all do, yes. Yeah. And, and to lay down our rights would look different for each one of us. But it's, it's a powerful thing to lay yeah. down our rights. And people will see that in you. And they're drawn to you and then to Christ. Yeah, and that's a, a good verse, too, because it's, it's both um, a challenge. Yes. But there's an encouragement. Yes. Because there is a promise in there that whoever loses their life for me... And for the gospel, we'll save it. Yes. And I think uh, that's an encouragement to me that when you do lay down your rights, the things you want, your demands, that there there is eternal life. Yes. Which is not comparing anything to the world that we live right. in. <laughs> Amen. Not at all. Okay, you have any others? Yes. I, l- I love Isaiah 61. Um, 
the whole chapter, but I'll just read the first few verses. It says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord anointed me to bring good news to the humble. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim release to captives and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. Hmm. And this verse just takes me back to that earlier question um, and when you asked why we should read the Bible every day. It, if we're not reading God's Word, then we are not pouring into others. Mm. And we are not actually able to heal the brokenhearted. We mm. have no words to encourage yeah. them if we're not reading God's Word. And um, people need our encouragement. Yeah. People are brokenhearted. Yes. They need to hear God's Word to them. And, you know, the world would say, I, I think of what's happened in the past few years in, you know, 2021 or 2020 and 2021, how we've seen, I've seen so many memes that talk about, you know, if you can do anything today, be kind, right? And so that's all over. But this adds this entire another yeah. level. It's not to be kind to others or to go out and encourage others just to do it. Right. It's because you want to share the gospel of who Jesus is, that he died on the cross, that He loves us and cares for us, and it gives it an eternal perspective. Yes, there's so much hope in that. Yeah. And you want people to have the joy that, that you yep. have. It's, and it's, boy, are people burdened. Yes. And brokenhearted. Yes. A lot. Yes. I mean, I know you, you, going back to the very beginning of the episode when you told me you traveled to India, you saw a great heartache. Mm -hmm. But do you see that here? In yes. America? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. It looks different. It does. And so no matter who is around us, they're brokenhearted. And if we have been reading, and I will add, at times memorizing scripture, yes. we have it to share. Yes. That's good. need for Christ. Definitely. Okay. So um, when I do these podcasts, Renee, I usually, as you know, we put together kind of like a little Google Doc and we put all of our answers. So we're kind of walking through it. And you gave me a list of your resources. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read them actually. And I really love this because wait till you hear the very last one. Okay. You ready? <laughs> Her first resource is a place of quiet rest by Nancy Lee DeMoss. And I think that's how it would be written, even though she's married yes. now. Um, and uh, you tell me the second one. The second one is the article that I read about the one chapter a day, yeah, non-negotiable. And that was from world magazine. Okay, great. And the article is called instruction manual. Nice. Okay, good. And so you can Google that. Someone yes. can Google that. Yes. And then you, you talked about um, a five-day reading program, which you could just get Googling that. Yes, yes. That's the five-day reading program that I just found on Google. And it's um, a one-year program. Okay, one year. And we can put a link to that in our show notes. Okay. You can get that to me. Yes. <laughs> and then you set a two-year reading plan, which is what you've switched to. Yes. Okay. And where did you find that? The author was Stephen Whitmer. And okay. you could find that as well. Just yeah, you can just even, I know that version has, in particular, has a lot of them. And I just would, I would add this one little caveat to our conversation about this. When you're finding a five-day Bible reading program or a two-year, I think that when you go onto an app like version or any of those versions, it's really good to find ones that actually just read scripture. Yes. Because there are some that will have this huge um, devotional. Yeah, I agree. And they might have a couple verses or they might have a long author's comments and then a couple verses. And I think there is a benefit to just straight up reading scripture. Mm -hmm. yes. That's really good. Yes. And which brings me to your last resource. Yes. Are you ready for this, everybody? Her last resource 
for um, from her talk today is Psalm 119, which I loved that you actually pulled a whole chapter of the Bible as your resource for why it's important. Yes, read that. Yeah. I encourage you. It's, yeah. It is so uh, motivating and it really talks about God's Word. Yeah, and, and it might take you a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think it is the longest chapter yes. in the Bible, right? But it is good. I just actually finished it two days ago oh. in my reading plan that I've been reading because I've been in Psalms um, and they, they split it up into like three days, oh. which was nice. I probably could have done it in one day, but it is a little longer, mm -hmm. but very, very cool. Renee, thank you so much yeah, for coming you, on. Julie. I really appreciate it. Hey, Renee, I'm so glad you came on. Uh, would you pray for us and our listeners? Sure, sure. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Mm -hmm. We thank you for um, how it changes our lives. We thank you for the hope that we can find in it. Amen. Lord, I pray that each of the listeners out here will, will cling to your word and love your word. Lord, I thank you for this. In your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And hey, don't forget to join us for our book chats that we have each Thursday. They drop an extra episode throughout the months of June and July. And uh, those are really great. We've been talking about some really good things, and I think you're going to really love them. They're, they're all about how to be free from bitterness, how to deal with anger, how to deal with for, um, rage, a lot of really hard topics. And Erica Simpson and I have had some really great discussions about those, so you're going to want to join us. And uh, remember that when everything around you is shaken, you can stand unshaken because of our rock and our fortress, because of God. Until next time.